Hi, and welcome to Dietless Living 360 Degrees, Overcoming Weight Loss Obstacles with me, your host, Katie Gordon. As a weight loss coach, I help my clients to overcome their weight loss obstacles in six simple steps so they can lose weight their way and lose it for life. Because life is full of obstacles and it's how we deal with the emotional responses to those obstacles that has the greatest impact on our weight, our health and our happiness. And how to overcome weight loss obstacles in six simple steps provides the framework that you need to build your personal health leadership skills so you can maintain cognitive control through those challenging times and build and maintain your healthy habits. And with that in mind, Dietless Living 360 Degrees brings in special guests to talk about the obstacles that they've had to overcome and the strategies that they've used to do it. And today we have Barney. Barney's a qualified electrician and has been working with various sectors such as mining, construction, civil and rail and residential for the last 18 years. But last year he decided to move his career path to workplace health and safety to become a workplace health and safety advisor working as a subcontractor, providing <coughs> safety, support, advice and promoting the safety culture. Barney made that decision to change careers so that he could follow his passion in safety. He took an eight-month hiatus while he studied for his new career and developed his skills and knowledge about himself and how we as humans approach life and the daily factors that impact our focus in the workplace. Barney's now been able to convert his 18 years of workplace hazard experience and awareness along with his new knowledge, skills and the tools he's developed through his trainer, assessor, workplace health and safety courses and his diploma in leadership management to become an expert safety leader for others. So welcome to the show, Barney. It's so great having you here with us today. Would you like to just take a couple of minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Katie. Yeah, it's lovely to be here. And um, so used to hearing your voice from all those freedom codes through the um, program. Um, a little bit about me. Well, you pretty much covered it in the intro. It's a bit, bit of a transition, actually. Um, just trying to change the mindset away from on the tools and trying to work smarter, not harder. So it, it is a ongoing process. There's a lot of patience in it, and sometimes it's can be quite difficult and challenging. But um, I think at the moment, I'm, I'm happy that I'm going to pursue it. And hopefully there's some good outcomes from the change. So, yeah. Well, it, it's not always easy, right, to change careers. But if we never start, and this is the thing that makes you stand out amongst other people who are equally unhappy with where they're at in their career is, the difference is you've taken the steps to actually go, well, this isn't what I wanted. This is, and I'm going to move towards that. So, you know, well done you for overcoming that very first obstacle, right? Because that's the first one is making the decision to do it. That's right. I guess the burning desire was there, but it had to be found, you know, and I know the last 12 months I have really transformed myself yep. from 
letting go of the past, finding some peace, and you've been heavily involved in that process. And I think I also, you know, assembled a team around me at the time, you know, especially with the psychologists and GP, and I managed to think a bit clearer, you know, get rid of all that head noise and then um, go back. And it it was really good, actually, because you sort of had to strip yourself back and be vulnerable and get back to your core values, which were there, but you kind of, they weren't a priority in the past, but they are now. And yeah. then it's good to have boundaries now and and um, know what you're willing to negotiate on. So, yeah, it has been a pretty, look, it's been a personal investment yeah. and um, I'm much happier for it. Um, but, yeah, I guess the challenging part is now just to find the job that just connects all the dots and all the, all the, uh, all the skill sets that I have and trying to, I just want to go to work and just enjoy it, come yeah. back, you know. It's just just getting that formula, whereas in the past I was just a number yeah. and I didn't feel like I was um, important, you know, and I just think it's nice to be validated and, and that's what I'm chasing now. And, yeah, so that's it's, it's challenging, but yeah. at least there's a, a vision forward now, which yeah. I like. Well, you're creating a path for yourself forward and that's yeah. it, right? It's it's easy to walk the same path every day because the path is clear. But yeah. when you're making a new path, you've got to lay the foundations, you know, pour the concrete, smooth it over, walk it, and then lay the next bit and then yeah. the next bit. So it does take time and effort, which is, again, why I say you're a standout because it's um a process and it's not a fast process for most people you know when you're you're making a a bigger change across from one thing to something that's not related but sort of like you know being an electrician to being a workplace health and safety officer that there's some similarities in there like you know your crossover fields but it's a different field so Yes. Going from being a banker in one sector to being a banker in another sector. No, yeah, you're right. It really is an extension of how my career has evolved. And I I did notice in my career that I stepped up into a leading hand and then I started getting exposed to safety at quite an early age. And then I ended up being a health and safety rep. And then as my career evolved again, it was stepping into a permit officer and then a high-voltage isolation supervisor. But I was always in a tug-of-war between passion for electrical industry or passion for safety, and I think in the end, safety won, you know, and and it was nice to just put the tool belt down, you know, and, and start utilizing all the experience that I've gained from different workplace environments across Australia. Yeah. And I know a part of it being an electrician is you're living and breathing in hazards day in, day out. It's just hazards galore around you. So I've got all my fingers, so I'm all nice and safe, but some people aren't so lucky, you know. And isn't that really part of your passion is to make the workplace a better place for the people that you were, like the electrician. Yep, it was. It was definitely the morale of the team. Promoting safety culture is a passion. You know, a lot of people have 
it's not important to them. They just want to get the job done. They're more task focused, whereas I found myself more people focused. So it just kind of allowed me to express that inner desire, I think. And I kind of thought safety is, is the branch that comes away from that electrical industry. But like I said, the transition is challenging because it is a different world in itself but I'm trying to find that happy medium there too so yeah yeah well done Barney so Barney one of the questions I always ask my guests is what's the greatest obstacle that you've had to overcome in your life and how did you do it like what strategies did you use how did you develop your resilience so that you can come out stronger than before can you think of or just pick one time often we have many big obstacles but often we have one that just stands out to us look I'm probably I've got so many because when things aren't right I'm not I don't think about it I just do it you know, so I just make the change. But I think 12 months ago, that was the that was the big change. That was just doing the personal investment on myself. I was sort of just re- re- recreating some um, just, it was like a clean slate, really. It was a clean slate because I was, thir- I was 38 um, and it was just time to, to get a better plan in place because I was hopping around too much and, I think it played into my impatience a bit. and yeah. um, But now I've, I've learnt some strategies, which is like, um, you know, deep breathing and just find the calmness. And um, like fitness is really helpful. Um, good, he- good eating. Like I think it's just a healthy lifestyle now has really helped me concentrate and find that consistency i'm not having such big ups and downs now and i think with the controls and the new strategies i've learned from you katie has been super helpful you know and assembling the team and you get that support base around you because i think in the past that was that was there was too much of bottling up emotions and and i didn't have the trusted outlets at that time and Twelve months ago, I it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was just, it was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Where am I going? They were they were big questions, and I was like, they were just too overwhelming to answer, you know. So because if you haven't been asking them for a while, or or are starting to think about answers over time, when they all come at once, it is hard to answer because you. It's like. I hadn't really considered that before and now you, I need to answer those questions for myself because I've kind of hit a crisis point. So you did really well because, and you, you did strip your life back, didn't you? Because you went back to, you moved up from Sydney. So for some people, they go through a change of career, but they do it from the place of being in their own home, in their stable mm. environment and all they're changing is their career. But you changed everything. You moved from yeah. one state to here. You uh, stayed with friends and all of that. So you really changed a whole bunch of stuff all at once. Yeah, it was it was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> but it seemed like it was the only step you you wanted yeah. were able to make. I think that just played into 
running away from the issue, just kept just trying to like like you said with the beach ball effect, just put the beach beach ball underwater as, as long as you can, and then it just exploded twelve months ago because it all just caught up on me, yeah. and then uh, yeah, like it was it was bearing my soul again. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Who is this Barney? Like, because look, don't get me wrong, um, I've got pretty good situation awareness and. I'm comfortable doing the changes, you know, yeah. in the past, but that was a change where I had a lot of things happen in a short amount of time that were just not great events. And then I think uh, going to Sydney was a big Hail Mary. It was just too big of a Hail Mary to catch. And, and but it was, it's probably the best thing that's happened too because I've gone through the process, like you said before. It is a process. Yeah. And it's just building blocks. You just build yourself up in little blocks and you'd be surprised how low you do go that the, the most simple things or tasks are, are quite difficult, you know, like to look after yourself, you know, and cook for yourself and, you know. So, but, yeah, look, at the time I was, I was very fortunate that I had friends that gave me a place to live and just yeah. steady the ship. And then that's when, obviously, you were involved, Katie, and that was a major part of the process that I went through and building building up resilience. But, but you provide yourself to everything. You can have the best tools, the best advice. Yeah. You can have the best coaches, doctors, psychologists. You can have all the very best of mm. everything. But it's, it's up to the person yeah. who yeah. does the application of what is being is on offer to them and that's what you did Barney you jumped yeah. in you you applied yourself to everything with as much gusto as you could muster well you're you are right and that's a thing like people can be very skeptical about it. like they'll just assume that that won't work or yeah. but I really had no choice but I also embraced it you know I really embraced being vulnerable and yeah. And starting a clean slate and you know the freedom codes each week just kept building me up and building me up and as we found out at the end of the course it was so well designed it just felt like my life was perfectly designed for that program it was a bit too uncanny but yeah it was definitely worthwhile and it's given me strength and tools to deal with um, setbacks that I didn't have before yeah. and I, I think I've always had it but Yes. I think the contributors for me to get there was past jobs. And I will definitely say the fly-in, fly-out world has heavily affected me in a negative way. Yes. Where, Is that because yeah. of just the, was it just the actual flying in, flying out, like doing big chunks of work at a time with no rest and then going home? Or what was it about the fly-in, fly-out that didn't agree with you? I think the ability to not build friendships, the ability that you're living to work. Yes. So your life of freedom was so limited. So you would work four weeks on and then you would get seven days off. And, and they're then, long days, aren't they? They're, they're 12-hour days yeah. usually. Yeah, they're, they're just monster hours and that's why you get the big money. But So that's the thing. That's what you weigh up. You know, do you want the fast money or do you, are you happy to virtually be a ghost, you know, because there's no way you could build a relationship. There was, 
no way you could meet friends on a weekend and catch up and do things. You you're at work and it was just mm-hmm. a just a robot. You eat, sleep and work and repeat. And then it's really meant to be a short term thing, isn't it? Something yeah. Maybe for a six month block for some people maybe yeah. get that big chunk of money, do something wise with it and then yeah. move back into normal work hours. And look, I'm not blaming anyone for that. No. Because it was my choice to do it, you know, and but it was it, the circumstances was, you know, I my only commitment was home loans. So I just knew I was on top of my finances. That's why I did it. And but the sacrifice was freedom, you know. Yeah. Um you you compromised too much. It wasn't a it wasn't a balance. It wasn't healthy. But anyway, I look back and go, how did I do it for nine years? Yes. <laughs> it's a big stint, right? Nine years yeah. of fly and fly out. It is a big. It does take its toll, like you say, when you can't build a relationship, your friendships. You can't build. You know, hard to meet a mate, meet a girlfriend, and and have mm. that relationship if you're away for four out of every five. Yep, the world is not reality. It yeah. you you would come home and you're like, oh do I have to cook for myself? Like, you know, like we were. Yeah, because you're in camp, everybody, it's all on tap. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like you are virtually babied out there. Like you, yeah. the only thing, the only chores you do is your laundry. You get fed, you get a bed, you know, you you get transport to your work. You're not even, you know, so. Yeah. And you would, and I guess you, I would come home and treat it like a Kentucky tour. Like, like I would just party and. Yeah. as much fun as I could in that seven days because I wasn't going to have my fun at work. Yeah. Where around me you would you would see, I don't know, you you wouldn't really approve of what's happening around you where, you know, the, the workers were cheating on their families back home and meeting the local bar, bar girl and yeah, it just, everything about it was wrong. <laughs> I was just, it didn't suit your values. But it didn't suit my values. Yeah, I was very much a black sheep. And, you know, I didn't really like to be associated with the boys' clubs out there too much. So, yeah. but anyway, I think my way out of it was while I was out there, I was the motivator for the team. I would keep everyone happy and I was, I don't know, I was. I seemed to be the one peer where everyone felt comfortable to speak with, I guess. Yeah. And I was happy to be that person. So, Which is what sort of places you quite well for the new career and workplace health and safety. That's right. People like to talk to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. I I I love that ability to to be engaged and communicate amongst staff or teams, yeah. and that's what it's about. I I've sort of realised that when you when I was working out there, I was so isolated, and yeah, it was not good. But obviously, I did it for the money. But yeah. it, it it really did hit me in a negative way, and. That's why I am so determined to do a career shift and to not have to go back to that lifestyle ever. Yeah. You know. And make a difference in the world in a different way. Yeah. 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 So Barney, what's the biggest risk that you've ever taken and why did you take it? Yes. Well, I'm not big of a risk taker, but I guess the biggest risk. Mm. I've tried a lot of things. That's the thing. 
maybe the biggest risk was the last 12 months and just saying to myself, stop putting pressure on myself and just it's okay not to have a house, you know. It's okay to rent for a bit. It's okay to not work for a bit. And I think that was a big risk, like just trying to reset my um, mindset. And um, it's really paid off, yeah. So if somebody else was in a similar situation to yourself, you know, wanting to change careers and, you know, finding that it's not feeling like an easy task for them, what would be three tips that you would have for them that would, you know, looking back at everything you've done and what you're still, you know, you're still moving towards what it is that you're wanting? So what would be three tips that you would give to somebody to, who was saying, hey, Barney, look, I've been doing flying fly out for a long time or, I'm, you know, been in whatever career. I want to make a change. What's your advice? <laughs> oh, I wish I was a life coach. <laughs> I would be, um, yeah, okay, so they're in the flying fly out and they want to make a change. Yeah. I would promote that change. Yeah, I would say, I would really say to them, weigh up your family structure or your your uh, your health, your mental health. Is it something you want to sustain or perhaps try and find a more balanced lifestyle where it's a seven on, seven off? Yep. But in reality, if you have a family, um, it might be best to come home. I think I would probably advise them to step away but this is the thing everyone has different reasons to be out there you know yeah. they might have debts to pay off but but if they uh, were saying hey i want to make the transition can you give me some advice on how to make it a smoother transition okay yeah well okay well i guess for me it was definitely studying yeah so i definitely um studied up and it has now uh, equipped me with the right tools to make the change. So yeah. it's just a matter of getting the opportunity. And then so education would be one of them. And try and, with your existing skills, find a way to use them in a, in a different way where perhaps that might make you feel like you're more meaningful in a work environment or a workplace. Because I think deep down you just want to be validated and valued in a workplace and you've got to find, find a role that you'll receive that. Yes. And I think that's so important. And, but I understand work and each workplace is, has their um, challenges and um, that's what I'm sort of very, very aware about now. Um, just the go. culture that you want to work in though. Yeah. I mean, each workplace is very different. They do have their good and their bad, but it's overall it's the general culture that you're looking for, isn't it? Yeah, workplace culture is everything. And that's the thing, like I find when I go to a job interview, it's it's nice to let them know that I'm here to adapt to your environment, you know. I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Because they already have an established workplace and work culture in place. And the best way is to bring whatever you've learned from the past and just that's really useful, but it's also adapting to the new environment. Yeah. If you go into a new environment and think, no, that's not how I do it. That's how it should be done. Yeah. That's not going to work out very well. So, um, and I, I did find that a lot of guys that I have worked in the past 
were a bit narrow-minded like that. Yeah. And it, it can be quite negatively, it, it negatively impacts the work group. Yeah. So, Barney, we often do put ourselves into situations voluntarily. I always ask this of my of my guests on the show. You know, we've talked about the greatest obstacles that you've had and how you overcame it. We've talked about your greatest risk that you've taken and, like, what is something that you voluntarily put yourself through? And it might come back to being the same as some of what we've talked about or perhaps there's something else in your life that maybe fits this one. You know, like I always say, that, and I, I, if anybody's ever listened, they're probably going, I wonder what hers is because she's never said. But I always say there's, you know, something, if somebody says to me, you know, what's the hardest thing that you, you've made a change voluntarily but, oh, God, was it a bit of a, you know, was inherent with obstacles and challenges that had to be overcome to complete the change. Can you think of anything? I think I'm going through it right now, Katie, <laughs> which, is the, <laughs> which is the career change. You know, I guess it's just performance anxiety behind, behind being a trainer and assessor. I'm trying to not let it build up. And obviously I've got strategies in place and I've got, people around me that are really supportive but at the end of the day I'm the one that needs to cross that phobia or if, if you call it a fear or a phobia I just got to have a go and I'm you know I don't want to not have a go yeah so at the moment that's I'm voluntary I can't even say the word voluntarily voluntarily <laughs> yeah that's the word going to have a go and you know what that's what life is all about so, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think what if, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to switch my head, um, my mindset. And you know, if I can change that, you know, fear to excitement and be buoyant, that's a far better um, reaction to display to students because it's more infectious. So, you know, I'm obviously looking at strategies of trying to be jovial about the course, but, yeah. you know, I'm a novice, so it's hard. I, I can't just do that. I, I'm so – I just want to make sure it's done right. And yeah. um, Well, it's kind of natural, right? We wanted – when we're doing something that feels completely outside our comfort zone – in the first instant, we're just focused on doing it right because we we don't feel the relaxation in ourselves yet because we don't know the material. We're not just you know somebody who's stepping in. You know, in, if you're not naturally extroverted and yay, mm. so it's normal to just build your skill, which is what you're doing. You're going to build the skill of learning the technical and being able to deliver, and then once that got more flow then barney has more flow that's right yeah it's yeah. it's it's that crafting ability you know build yeah. your craft you know public speaking is you know <laughs> it's not easy but um it is for some see it is we have different beliefs and and the thing to know is like you look at somebody because i used to you know i was hor mm. horrified of um speaking, speaking in public 
And I used to just watch people all the time who were good at it. You know, I've got a couple of friends that are highly extroverted and, you know, they they were up on the stage any second they can get, any time somebody, you know, there's an opportunity. And I just always would think, like, what are they thinking and feeling that provides them that? And it, it's that lack of filters, right? They don't sit mm. and think through the whole what if yeah they just think through the step of i'm here i want to be there and off they go <laughs> yeah well that's why why i was drinking in the past you know i just felt like it was masking all those fears and i was just like right this is my dance floor i know what i'm doing here i don't need anyone you know to bother me and you just get so much confidence but luckily i didn't get a drinking dependency out of it but yeah. um it's yeah, no, confidence, though, isn't it, right? It is, when it that is, goes away. Yeah, it is confidence. And I know my strengths and my weaknesses. It's just, it's like anything. It's just once you start, you, you'll get better over time. It's just that very number one and it's coming up soon. And the nerves, I'm, you know, trying to keep calm. But <laughs> Think of it like your first driving lesson. You know you're going to bunny hop down the road. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how I passed my first um driver's license actually because i was that nervous i think i got mum to drive me home even though i passed it <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now you so, can drive anywhere yeah so yeah. it'll be the same that's the thing yeah so barney tell us what is it like what does fun look like for you what do you do for fun yeah fun with a capital f would be i think i'm you know you just I stop and smell the roses, you know, I like, I'm in awe of nature and, yep. um, you know, the beach, the sun, the sand. Yeah. I, I like the simple things in life and, you know, less is more. I like my privacy, you know, that's why I don't do any of that Facebook or any social media. And I think I like the ability to walk on a mountain and then you just pass someone and you just give them a wave and a smile, you know, that's, it's kind of nice. Old-fashioned so. interaction, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a and friend. Send a friend request from your mouth yeah. to their ear. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, because, you know, they mightn't get anything out of it, but I certainly do. Like, it's nice to receive a nice smile or a wave and, you know, it's nice to hand them out. But yeah. I go nothing to be kind, right? Yeah, that's right. It's And I know when how it was 12 months ago. You know, I was so um, low on confidence and I look back and go, no wonder I like I was how I was. You know, I had a jumper and a hoodie over my head. I didn't want to be seen. But now it's nice to just walk and stretch the legs. But, yeah, that would be fun. It's living a healthy lifestyle now. Yeah. Because you also do like your tennis and your footy. Oh, yeah, sports. Yeah. So massive in sports. and. And these are all the things that I sacrificed and compromised on for far too long. You know, like, you know, you just don't get that time back. And then I'm loving it now. I've designed my life how I want it to be. And it's just a matter of just getting the job that just puts that final piece in the puzzle, you yeah. know. So Excellent. So, and what do you do for relaxation then? Probably hit the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a beach beach bum i reckon relaxation is could be anything you know anything at a at a leisurely pace you know um living life yeah. at your speed 
I think freedom, you know, relaxation is freedom. And I don't like, uh, I just don't like restrictions. And I think relaxation is, can be in different forms though. Like, yeah, yeah I'll probably, look, I must admit, I'm not such a social butterfly as much these days. But what I have done is I've, I've formed a real tight-knit social network where the conversations are more meaningful and there's a lot more trust there. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that. You get, I guess I get far more out of it. So Meaningful conversations are what do it for me. I don't mind, yeah. you know, the hi, 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 hi when yeah. you were um, yeah. like a networking event. But yeah. overall... It's the the proper conversation. Yeah, things my bells. Yeah, I'm the same. I guess I easily bored with um, cosmetic chat. Like, just move on. Like, <laughs> but it's, I don't say that. But I just I'm I don't mind being a bit more um, curious with questions. You know, yeah. to get some get some more color to the answers. Yeah, know? yeah. So, so, Barney, if, as you look back, I think we actually touched on this earlier, but as you look back through your career, like, or through your life, we all see the breadcrumbs, you know. There's this, it's like that Hansel and Gretel thing. There's a little trail of breadcrumbs through the forest to where you are now. So, as you see, you know, you're in this transition phase still, you're moving from one career to another. You, you've changed quite a few elements of your life. As you look back, how do you see that trail of breadcrumbs that really and led to now? How far back can you see where it, whether that began, like where the first breadcrumb maybe was dropped? And what's your summation of, of that now, like, if, if you could do your time again, do you think, oh, yeah, like I like how it's all evolved. You know, there's been arduous moments. But overall, I'm quite happy with where I'm moving to. Yeah, I I think that's a big question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I um, achieved a lot of goals in a fairly small amount of time and I, and I didn't realise at the time just how fast-tracked, I was hitting these milestones and the breadcrumbs, the the trail was there, but there was just already another goal ready to go. So, yeah, the breadcrumbs was always based around, okay, what's next? That goal's done. What's next? That's done. So, and that's where the breadcrumbs have followed me to now where, you know, I'm trying to do this career transition, but... Do you think you would have, oh, sorry to interrupt, do you think you would, if you could do that time again, that what you would do would be have a little moment of celebration between the goals achievement, like, you know, go, hey, I've hit one, whoop-de-doo, and, you know, celebrate it, enjoy it, and then move to the next one? Because from what <coughs> you're saying, it sounds like you just went bang, yep, bang, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was it was ridiculous. And I... Like, I, I think I did celebrate them. I, I, I think I did, but I didn't celebrate them in the right way, yeah. maybe. I didn't actually really think about it and really reward myself. And that was a part of giving yourself praise, giving yourself a pat on the back, you know. Um, 
and enjoy what we achieved because I used yeah. to do the same. It was just achieve the goal for the sake of achieving the goal almost. Like there were things that were worth having and wanting in life. Yeah. But then so focused on the next one, it wasn't really, I never was enjoying the one that I just achieved, you know, like going, yay, I've got this house. And so let's think about what's next. Yeah. And that was the that was the problem back you have to stop comparing yourself to other people you know that's that's a hard trait to change but it it was really big and why i probably um had the meltdown because you know that fear of missing out or you know but at the end of the day i i wouldn't change anything that i've done in the past i think i just i know that was the way i operated i just made sure i always had a goal in in mind to complete. Yeah. I think at the time I did have some good people around me, like growing up, you know, between the ages of like, you know, eight, like 17 to 21, you know, so that, that were good influences on me at that stage, which was good, especially making big decisions like to um, buy my first uh, unit at 23. And then my second home loan probably came three years later, you know, and then the next one was, you know, another five years later and then, yeah, no, I wouldn't change anything. But I think what I have changed now is slowing down, yeah. you know, just slow down, <laughs> not go at a, like a um, coyote. Yeah. But yeah, life is meant, you know, the old saying, stop and smell the roses. They yeah, haven't been saying that it. forever for no reason at all. <laughs> yes, yes. But. And I guess because this is such a big thing for me, um, it can be frustrating because you don't want it to overwhelm you because you want it so bad. Yes, um, yeah. You, got, you just got to evolve, you know, just go with it slowly. So there's the I didn't have patience. That was one thing that probably heavily contributed to my changes. I get so easily impatient. If something's not working, okay, move on. Sell the house. Let's go to Sydney. Yes. Then so that the, wasn't working, so it was, let's go back to Queensland. Yeah, okay, maybe it's time to be a farmer and buy five acres at Sunshine Coast. And then, no, that that didn't, I wasn't happy there. And Yeah. And the good thing is I don't want to know what's going to make me happy, but it's it's nice doing the journey to get there. Yeah. It's all, it's all about the journey, like instant satisfaction. I know that that's probably a culture that's happening now, but... But the thing is, right, instant satisfaction does actually exist. It's just in far simpler things. It is just walking out the door. And like, you know, today I walked out the door and I smelt wattle. I was like, oh, I love wattle, yeah. you know. Yeah. And this morning is a misty morning in Brisbane and I walked out on the balcony when I got up and it was like, oh, smell the air. That smells good, you know. Yeah. It's dark. It was damp. It was. It just had a nice, familiar smell. There, that's instant happiness. It is. It is, and I think I found that calling card um, when I do mountain hikes or yeah. bushwalks because you know you you are in awe and it gives you a chance to really debrief on on things on your mind and yeah. you, you sort of get clarity around around that thinking process. Yeah. And I, I just think it just does wonders and I never did that before. 
you know, and it really works for me. But um, because with the fly in, fly out, it's inside time, isn't it? You're inside working, yeah, or, and then you're inside your transport to and from, then you're inside eating, and then you're inside your donga sleeping. Yeah, no, it's all inside time. We really need that outside time. That's right. And being a beach bum used to kill my soul to wear long sleeve shirts and long trousers. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted that sun. But that's the thing. It's I made that choice to do it. Yeah. And there was consequences. Yeah, there was, you know, I, I had the consequences happen to me and, and now it's nice to just be at peace and just move on, you yep. know. So And there were benefits along the way, right? There was financial gain. Yeah, like yeah. there was some, there was some good times. Yeah. yeah, I'm not looking back at, but and now it's all about looking forward and to where Barney goes to next. Yeah, that's right. Like I'm a, I'm a better version of Barney now. Yeah. Than when I was in Sydney, when I thought I was happy. Yeah. I didn't go through that meltdown to get to this point now. Like otherwise, I would just keep pushing on and pushing those feelings down and and just thinking it's what it is you know like so no it's not I'm having a crack I'm gonna do things that I want to do that's it having a crack having so a crack. Barney if if there's anyone because you don't do a lot of social media so if there's mm-hmm. anyone listening out there and they either want to contact you and talk to you about maybe work because you've said you were looking for work um, as a workplace health and safety officer and an assessor and a trainer, or if there's someone out there who would just like to connect with you and maybe ask a question, maybe they're in a similar situation to where you were, where yeah. can people find you? Are you on any social media platforms at all? No. Um, so I have a phone and I have an email. <laughs> okay. So perhaps we'll just put your email address in the yeah. 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 Yep. We'll, just, yep. we'll just put your email address um yep. below where we put all the contact details. Yep, that sounds good. Yep. Wonderful. So thanks again for coming on the show today, Barney. It's just been such a real pleasure talking to you. And thank you for sharing so honestly about everything that you have gone through and the obstacles that you've gone through, you know, and how you've overcome them because they're the real stories that people resonate with. That's what life really is. It's not like you say, everything that we see on social media where it's fanfare and change your career in five minutes. Mm. These things take time and there's there's just a lot more steps to it for most people. So thanks again for joining us today. And it is always so hard to say goodbye. So to those who are watching, please make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Leave us a little comment and give us some encouragement. Give us a like. And definitely, if you found something valuable in our conversation today, please do leave us a comment. Ask any questions that you have about how to overcome uh, maybe some of your own obstacles that you're facing. And, you know, thanks for watching and we will see you at the next episode. And in the meantime, here's to your health and happiness so that you can love what you create. Bye for now.